Welcome back, friends. It's Tierra Monique, and today is Talk It Up with Tierra Monique once again. It's episode number two, dos, episode, I don't know if that's right. <laughs> I should know, but that's not right, but it is episode number two. And today, we're going to get into something really good, something that I really know so much about, and that's dating. <laughs> dating with God and kids. We're going to talk about that, but we'll be right back after this break. So we're going to talk about dating today, and this is something that I know so much about. And um, I was going back and forth if I'm going to talk about this or something else, but I definitely want to talk about this because it is what? Cuffing season. And that's what they say out here in this secular world. I'm just a Christian girl in the secular world. <laughs> But it is cuffing season, and a lot of people get real desperate around this time. Um, this season, either it's because they want to get a gift, or it's cold outside, they don't want to go out and look for nobody, or meet up with anybody, just want to have somebody come over to their house and Netflix and chill and do something that's going to make them have to take a pill within 72 hours so won't nobody be getting pregnant. <laughs> and we don't want all that. So I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you by helping me too because I know when God gives me something, He's he also is giving it to you, but he's giving it to me too. So I know for a fact that um, dating is hard. So um, I have been single for five years. I said that on the previous podcast and I was married I was married for almost 11 years and it has been you know it's been something okay and I can't say that I've been single for five years because there aren't any good men out here that is not true I just haven't been able to see the good men because I've been entertaining the wrong men and we're gonna get into that in my tips but yes so let's go ahead and get into these tips so number one, the key point out here when you're out here dating with God, because you, you cannot, honestly, let me back up, you cannot date successfully without God. You can't do nothing in life without God, but you cannot date successfully without God. And when I say that, I mean you can't um, know who's going to be the right person for you. You can't know um, if this person has a wrong vibe or not. And you can't control your own self because let me tell you something. If you're like me and you've been divorced and you have kids, you done had sex. You hear me? At least I know I, I've had sex at least three times. I got three kids, <laughs> but <laughs> you cannot go out here and date without God and think you're going to be pure. That is just the simple fact. It is the truth, Ruth. You cannot do it. So you have to go out here and you have to date with God. And when you have kids, you have to be very, very careful when you're dating and you have kids. So number one, I'm going to say this is be prepared for the rejection. So you have kids, you're a single mom, you're a single dad, whether you get your kids every weekend or you have them um, full time. You have to be prepared for the rejection because even though you meet people, especially now online or on social media, you meet people and they go, oh yeah, I have kids. I know I've learned that men who have kids, they don't have them all the time. They do not understand that I cannot be spontaneous. I cannot, you cannot call me on a Thursday at six o'clock and say, hey, let's go for dinner. It just, it, it won't work that way. 
I have to know <laughs> advance notice because I got to secure a babysitter. And so even though they have kids, they don't get their kids until a Friday or Saturday or Sunday. So they don't understand it because they just drop them back off. So you have to be prepared for the rejection because in the beginning, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah, anything for you, anything around your schedule, even for men who have their kids, single fathers. You know, there are women out here who don't even have their kids all the time. And they can go however they want to for whatever reason. And they'll say they want to see you. But if you're not available when they want you to be available, they're going to kick rocks and go be with someone else. So you just have to be ready for the rejection. And I know for us as single parents, um, we are focused on trying to make sure we meet the right person. Because we're not dating just for ourselves. We want to meet the right person who's going to fit us and fit our children because we're a package so you have to be able to be prepared for the rejection because everyone is not capable of handling what you bring to the table so with that being said you also don't want to compromise either to be accepted i know for women we get so lonely and we have kids and we just want to have someone that we can be ourselves with and not have to always worry about you know changing a diaper or homework or whatever and just have someone that we can relax with and just talk to and sometimes there are men out here who will tell you up front oh yeah I'm all about God I'm all about serving God and um I'm this and I'm that but you get all caught up in three months down the road and then he want to spring on you well you know I you know I just can't get married to someone who I haven't had sex with. Now, I'm going to talk about that later too, but you don't want to compromise with that. You don't want to get to the point where you compromise to be accepted by this person because as soon as that comes up, you need to walk away. It's hard because you're like, ah, oh, you got to walk away. And sometimes you may miss the mark and you may end up, you know, doing the business with him and then want to repent and then which is fine. You want to go back to God, but you just want to make sure you don't do those things in the beginning. But I know it happens. I, hey, I'm a witness. It happens. All right. So number two, stay prayed up for discernment. This is so important because there are a lot of snakes in the grass out here. You hear me? <laughs> a lot of snakes in the grass. There are a lot of wolves in sheep's clothing and they will trick you especially us as single parents because people know that they think that we're so vulnerable and if you've been waiting for a long time you will start contemplating i'm gonna be here i'm gonna be lonely for so long i'm gonna be so long i'm gonna be so lonely and just know that you know you're it's not gonna last that long i know it's easier said than done but um believe me i know i i don't have nobody right now so <laughs> but believe me i have met some snakes in the grass and they, they, they showed up as Prince Charming and they weren't even a frog. They were a snake. They bit me so bad that I had to, I had to go back to Jesus, the doctor to get healed because <laughs> they were all wrong. So you have to stay prayed up because also for the safety of your children, you do not want to bring someone into your life that's going to harm your children. There are so many, um, predators out here who, um, will, um, pounce on you and prey on you as a single mom as a single dad and they have no intentions no good intentions for your children you want someone who is going to take care of your heart 
take care of your spirit and cover you in prayer and also take on your children as their own. And that is something that I have been learning over and over again. So, yes. So make sure you stay prayed up for discernment. Um, You also want to, this is another key point that like a little B part for that discernment part is before you go out on a date with someone, pray about it. Should I go out with this person? Because I know it's so easy to meet up with people, especially online dating. And you know, Facebook got their dating app now. And it's so easy for somebody to say, hey, you want to meet up? And, you know, a conversation, you know, a couple conversations sound good. And you're like so excited and you don't pray. You don't pray and ask God, should I be meeting this person? Should I meet up with this person? I mean, in, in Matthew 7, um, verse 33, it says, seek the kingdom first and all things will be added unto you. You have to seek God first. So seek him first. I may have been reading that wrong, but <laughs> seek God first and you'll know that um, it is important for you to know what to do, who to talk to, and God's going to make sure that the right person is going to be in your life. But you have to do your part too. All right. So I, I don't want side note. I'm on that one. Um, okay. So number three is be open to what's not your type. Let me tell you, <laughs> I'm a mixed chick and I love me some light skin brothers, you know, <laughs> like DJ Emmy light skin, Shamar more light skin, Christian keys, light skin. But let me tell you, all the light skin guys ain't good for me. <laughs> They're not good for me. And I know that's also a part of um, the healing process because sometimes our types are attached to what we grew up around and so what we did not have that we wanted to have. So in my instance, I wanted my father in my life. So when I became aware of, of boys and guys and males, I started to go after either they were had to be Hispanic or they had to be light skinned. And it was just like off the bat. I don't want to talk to no dark skinned dudes. I don't say that now. You know, hey, the dark and the better, the sweet and the juice. <laughs> but hey, I don't say that now. But, you know, um, you have to step outside the box and know that maybe my type is not really my type. Maybe it's something that I thought I wanted, but I don't really need. And that's when you have to ask God, God, Show me what I need, not what I want. Because what we want can be so wrong for us. And for the future, you have to think um, future-minded, not present-minded. Because what's good right now may not be good in the future. And you want somebody that's going to help you grow, you know, help you become better every day. Not someone who has to fix you up. No, that's God's job. But you want someone who is going to be on the same board with your vision and your goals and who's going to help build a legacy with you and your children. You know, you want that. And so you don't want to just stay focused on one person. You know, guys, you know how y'all are. You know, you want the big booty Judy's, you know, <laughs> you know, you want to, you want the video girl, you want the video vixen. And you have to ask yourself, is that what God wants for me? Is that a part of my goal? Is that a part of the plan that God has for me? Because you have to date with purpose. You can't date based on satisfaction, like instant gratification. And I'm learning that right now because I have this weekend I went on I went out and met some people and I was like, what? 
what like what and so I'm like no I, I can't step back into this foolishness so you know you have to be um you have to be prayed up of course and you have to be open to someone that's not your type look that country guy over there and that country bar he might be the one for you but you don't but you don't want to talk to him because he might not like hip-hop that's crazy you know you don't want to talk to that that guy because he don't work at a certain uh job that you think that he needs to work at or you want to talk to that girl because she don't have you know hair down to her back or she ain't natural because you know it's a natural trend you know some girls ain't going natural you just need to let that go they not going to they can't go natural they go natural they look like ceiling from the color purple and you don't want that in your bed <laughs> when you get married of course you don't want you may not want that so stay open to what's not your type because what's not your type, what you're not familiar with, can be what is good for you. You have to get away from those familiar spirits. That's another thing you need to pray about. Familiar spirits. Come on now. Familiar spirits, you know about that. You know you still fall for the same person every time and it don't work out. What's that song by Jamie Foxx? And he go, I always fall for your type. You always fall for the same type and you always get burned. So you have to be aware of familiar spirits. And again, people will pounce on you. That's why you have to stay prayed up for discernment and go back and you have to be prepared for rejection. And you need to be prepared to say no. Be prepared to tell yourself no when you know someone is not good for you. Okay? Okay. Let's move on. All right. Number four. Don't become so desperate that you fall for anything. And I know I just touched on this a little bit, but um, if you find yourself entertaining people who are not a fit for you and who are not a fit for your children, you need to take a step back. If this is a constant thing, if it's okay, if it's like, you know, you made somebody and at first, you know, you didn't know that who they brought to the table was not really there, that's one thing. But if you know, you on that online dating site, and you come across somebody and they say, oh, this person likes you. Joe Blow likes you. And you go through Joe Blow's profile. Yeah, he may be attractive, but you read all this stuff. You know, nowadays they have the Instagram profiles linked up so you can see everything they post. And if their posts, if their profile page and their post and their timeline does not, is on a mirror of your timeline and your post, you need to hit the brakes and click that X or swipe left do not pass go do not collect $200 keep it moving and if you find yourself saying oh well you know maybe if you find yourself justifying that maybe they're not who they are on on social media you need to pump your brakes and take a step back and say you know what maybe I'm not ready to date right now because I find myself not being strong enough to say no to myself knowing that this person that I'm about to say yes to is not for me. And you can't just be meeting up with people just to be meeting up with people because you're lonely on a Friday or a Saturday night. And I'm, I'm preaching to the choir because I'm talking to myself, okay? I've done it, been there, done that. You have to be willing to walk away from what is not sent by God. You have to. Your life depends on it. The person that you link up with for the rest of your life is for your good, not for your bad. They are going to either be your success or your failure. 
And it's up to you right now to check yourself right now and say, you know what? I'm not even going to say yes to that. Just because somebody likes you does not mean you have to like them back. Oh, I'm talking to myself. And I think my best friend told me this. Just because somebody likes you, you don't have to like them back. Just because somebody give you their phone number, you don't have to, you don't have to call them. You can nicely take it and say, okay, thank you. Or you can nicely say, no, I'm not interested. And let it be. I'm a kind of, I'm the type of person. You're like me. You're like, you're always worrying about somebody else's feelings. No, forget that. You don't have to be rude, but you can be tactful. You can say, you know, thank you, but I'm not interested. Thank you. Your life and my life don't match. And it's in the best interest of me and my children that we don't talk anymore. You have to be willing to walk away. Okay? Okay, okay, okay. So Colossians, this is a good scripture for you to um, go back to. If you're finding yourself being desperate and not being patient. Because <laughs> I've been there. So Colossians 1.11, which is a good number, says, We also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power so you will have all the endurance and patience you need. May you be filled with joy. Come on now. Isn't that good? You need all the patience (laughs) and all the endurance to be out here single in 2019. Because it is getting really bad. And you have to be filled with joy. You need the joy of the Lord inside of you. Because if you are down and depressed and feeling lonely, you will say yes to anything. You will say yes to that good morning beautiful. Come on, ladies. You would say good, you would say yes to that good morning handsome. Come on, my fellas. Let that woman stroke your ego to the wrong place. Don't let her do that. She ain't the one. Big booty Judy is not the one. She ain't the one. That man driving that Lexus, he ain't the one. Let me tell you. Example number number one for me. This past weekend, I met up with this guy. All he kept talking about was what he had. What he had, what he had, what kind of car he was driving, what kind of car he was driving. And you know what? He was driving this nice Lexus, but living in a hotel room. What? That don't impress me. Your character, your relationship with God, how you going to treat me? How you going to respect me? Do you, are you going to be understanding and come and towards me when it comes to me having this, to um rearrange my schedule because something comes up with my kids? Come on now, your Lexus don't mean nothing to me. You could be a garbage man working for the city, driving your 1999 Honda Accord, and I will be fine with that as long as you got your heart right, your character right, a relationship with God, you're going to respect me, and you're not going to try to put me in a position to compromise my beliefs and my values. I mean, come on now. All right. <laughs> I ain't trying to preach. I ain't no preacher. But don't push me. <laughs> All right. We having fun. We having fun. All right. Number five. Don't make marriage your idol that you forget about God. Woo. I have been learning this. They go, oh, how long you been single? Five years. I've been single for five years. Five years single. And next thing you know, you just make everything about being married. Oh, I just I just want to be married. You're all your prayers. You start off thanking God, but as soon as you finish thanking God for all the blessings and the graces and the mercy and, and waking you up in the morning, the next thing you say is, Lord, I just thank you, Lord God, for my husband you sending me. 
Thank you, Lord God, for my husband you sending me. <laughs> Thank you, Lord God, for the wife. And that is fine, but that can't be your main prayer to God. Your main prayer to God, put me in a position to be doing what you want me to do so that you can bless it. You want God to bless what you're doing. Focus your attention on doing what God wants you to do first. Because believe you me, I have seen it. It has not happened to me yet. And it hasn't happened to me yet because I have not been doing what God has told me to do. So that's the truth. But I have seen it in other people that they will find or meet the person that is just like fits their puzzle out of nowhere. And when they're doing what God tells them to do. It doesn't mean you got to become a pastor or a preacher or a minister. You got to go out here and do missionary work and fly over to Peru somewhere. That doesn't it. Whatever God told you to do in your in your community and in your world, wherever you are, whether it is, you know, pursuing your passions or your goals. That's going to better the kingdom of God and help people. Because remember, our whole purpose is to help people. We're on put on this earth to help people, not to only help ourselves. When we help others. God will then bless us. So, yes, don't forget about God. Because when you make marriage an idol, you will compromise. Because the only thing you're thinking about is getting to that altar. You're not thinking about what this person is going to be bringing to the table. Because when you marry that man or that woman, you're marrying everything that comes with them. So you had to think way past the altar. Because the wedding day is one day. Then you're going to have to marry the, the wedding night. Hallelujah for that. But after that, what about the fact that he don't, he don't never like to pick up after himself? Or whenever his mama call, he don't go and see see about her instead of, instead of doing what he told you he was going to do. Or what if she say, what if she don't cook? And that's what you really wanted. You want, some, you want someone to have a home-cooked meal when you come home every day. Or someone to sit and listen to you. Talk about your job or what's going on with y'all or someone to support you and pray for you and cover you. Those things are important. Someone who's going to, you know, be there for your kids, play football with them, you know, spend time with them, be a godly example for them. And it doesn't mean that person has to be perfect because no one is perfect except God. No one is perfect. Being a Christian does not mean you have to be perfect. But you do have to deny yourself daily. And it is it is a struggle to deny yourself daily when you are single with kids. Let me tell you something. It is. Because you're like, man, I just want to, I wish I could just have a, a father for, the, for, for my kids, a godly example, and a husband for me. Or I just wish I could have a, a, you know, a mother, a stepmother, or someone here to, to, to be with me with these kids and to be here with me. And you want it so bad. That you go out here and you make the wrong decisions. And you just want to make sure that if you are making marriage and that wedding day, not marriage, I'm sorry, most of us making wedding day. You're making the wedding day and getting in the fact of getting married um, an idol and your God, then you're going to make the wrong decisions. And you don't want to do that. You do not want to do that. Okay. All right. So number six, set boundaries and know your weaknesses. If you know that you get a little freaky sneaky after you have a couple of drinks and it hit 930 and it's dark outside, then don't go out for drinks. (laughs) Don't meet up for drinks. 
If somebody says, hey, I'd like to meet up with you, what would you like to do? Do not say, let's meet up for drinks. If you know that's your, if you know that's your weakness, tell me, but it ain't. You can, you can go out and have a drink and be fine. But for most, if it's 930 and you had a couple drinks, oh, the freaks come out at night. You hear me? <laughs> they come out. So it's, instead of going out for drinks, instead of going out, you know, late at night, meet up for lunch. How about this? Meet up for breakfast. Come on now, go to Cracker Barrel. I know nobody go to Waffle House no more, but go to Cracker Barrel. Aha. Go meet up for breakfast somewhere. First watch. Egg Bistro. Go somewhere and meet up for breakfast. I think that's probably the best time to get to know somebody is breakfast and lunch. Because you're wide awake, you're open, you haven't had that much going on during the day that's stressing you out to the fact that you're going to want to drink. And don't go out for breakfast and have a mimosa. No alcohol. If that's your weakness now, okay? Also, don't go over their house. I don't care if he is the pastor of 5,000 at the church or he is the, he been the deacon on the deacon board for 30 years. Do not go to his house. Do not go to her house. Because that is a trap. Because once you enter, it's over. Sex is going to happen. You may not go all the way, but the limits will be tested. They will be tested. And God does not give us a temptation. I'm sorry. Sorry. How about this? The temptation is not... It's not no no different. It's not new. There's nothing new under the sun that's happening to us right now in this life that hasn't already happened way long time ago. In the Bible days. Temptation is not new. So when you feel tempted, it's not nothing new. So how do you combat that? You have to set your boundaries. You have to know your weaknesses. If that person touching your hand because you ain't been touched and five years it's gonna set you off make sure you don't it don't go that way and you know the hand touching may happen if you go bowling or if you go do an activity that person might end up touching your hand but you gotta say prayed up and if you know that you are too weak to go out on a date because your temperature gonna be rising <laughs> then maybe you ain't ready to date and maybe you need to go out with a group instead of just you one-on-one you know, you have to know your limits, you know, and it doesn't mean that you can't go out and have fun. Just know your limits. If you know, you know, look, it's better for me to go out and double date so I can be accountable. That's a good one. Thank you, Jesus. You have to be accountable and let somebody else be accountable for you. And, and let me say, and let me tell you something. And it doesn't have to be a friend who is in the church because everybody in the church ain't following God. And, and if it's your best friend and they know how you want to live your life, even if it's opposite to how they live their life, they're going to make sure that you don't do that. They're going to tell you, hey, don't do it. I, I know you and I know what you want and this ain't what you want. So have accountability partner. Know your weaknesses. Don't go out late at night if that's your weakness. Don't be drinking if that's your weakness. It is what it is, Okay. Number seven, and which is so important, this is the last one. Talk to your kids about dating. Talk to them. When you get to a point when you say, you know what, I want to go back out here. I want to meet someone because I want to get married. 
I want to have a lifetime commitment with someone. I want my forever love. Sit down with your kids and talk to them. And you don't have to tell them every detail because kids need to know what kid things and grown-ups need to know what grown-up things. But I know I told my kids, hey, I'm out, I'm going to go out on dates. Now, my kids, they think that everybody I talk to is a boyfriend. They don't have no idea. <laughs> they don't They don't know. Oh, that's your boyfriend? No, it's somebody I'm getting to know. You know, um, but talk to your kids. Let them know, hey, you know, um, you are important to me. You are number one important to me in my life. But I'm also important to me. And I want to have someone who is my, who is of of my of my likings like minded in my life to love me and to be there for me and to to go through life with me and to also be a great example for you, you know. So sit down and talk to your kids and tell them, and tell them what the goal is. The goal is not just to have somebody. You want to be a great example for your kids because they don't grow up and be just like you. If you don't. And you don't think they will, but they will. They may not be with, like you 100%, but there will be some things they will take away from you, whether they're good or bad, big or small. Okay? Okay. So we coming up on 30 minutes. I'm going to let y'all go. <laughs> um, so, yes, 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 yes. So, yeah, talk to your kids about it. Engage them. You know, include them on the process. Don't introduce them to anybody before it's the right time. You know what? I just thought about something. I know so many people say, oh, don't introduce your kids like for six months. I say, and this must be the Holy Spirit, don't introduce your kids to anyone until y'all have gone to counseling first. And, it and it's not premarital counseling. It's relationship counseling. Because let me tell you something. There are some things that are not said at the dinner table. There are some things that are not said over the phone while you're out enjoying yourselves because we come to um the date we come to seeing each other with not wanting to have any kind of conflict no matter how long y'all been talking to each other you want to always put your best foot forward so you don't reveal what's real but if you don't reveal what's real then y'all will never be able to heal in the relationship come on god you can you can have that y'all can have that but <laughs> You have to re- reveal what's real so y'all can heal together because you and that other person are two totally individuals coming from two totally different backgrounds who have experienced two totally different things in your life, whether it's trauma or not. You may be dating someone who whose parents are were married all the way up until forever. They're still married right now. But, that, but you come from a, a broken home. You come from a home where, where your mom and your dad weren't, weren't there. Or you may come from a background of molestation. Or they may come from a background of financial instability. You don't know what they bring to the table. Except for what they tell you in the beginning. That's why I think God just told me that. I know it. Not I think. I know. That was God. When you know it's getting really serious. And it seems like the next step is going to be when you when you pass that we're getting to know each other and now we're in a relationship, go to relationship counseling. And I think I I not think I know that's what I'm going to do. Go to relationship counseling. I'm not in a relationship right now, but it's coming yet. <laughs> they put the yet on it. It's coming. Not yet, but it's coming. But 
when I do get in a relationship with someone and it's when it's going to that next level and you know and don't be so caught up in the fantasy that you don't know like I don't know you should know why because y'all should be having these conversations you should be having conversations because if you want, if y'all both want to get married and that is the goal, you have to be in constant conversation about what you and what you both want and what the goal is and what the vision is for the family, for the both of y'all, for your relationship, for your relationship with your kids, for the whole dynamic. So it's not like, oh, I don't know. You should know. And if you don't know, something's wrong. So. There it is, episode number two, y'all. Dating with God and kids. Remember to keep God first in all you do. Seek him first and he will add everything that you need. You hear me? The scripture says need. I, I think it said need. I had to go back. Look it up, Matthew 7, 33. Look it up. I think it said need. Hold on, just flip to it right now. Does it say need? Seek the kingdom above all. I'm sorry. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously huh that's it we gotta live righteously i know it's hard it's hard out here i know it's so hard because i, I missed the mark myself so i i feel you i'm here for you i you know it's all funny games it's funny i want it to be funny but it's serious it's so serious nowadays to live righteously it's so serious because people are dying people are dying like like no other when it comes to these sexual diseases and um when you're getting involved with people who you don't even know their background and next thing you know you don't you don't you know got involved with someone who got a really bad temper and they come to kill you and your kids when you getting involved with someone who got a really bad uh problem they don't and, they, and you know and she out here doing she taking your money and stealing your money you don't know who it is so living righteously does not mean being perfect it means submitting yourself to god in all things and doing it and when you miss the mark you know ask god to you know forgive me lord and help me to not do this again okay so the scripture says to seek the kingdom of god above all else and live righteously and he will not he might he will give you everything you need everything not some of it everything not a little bit everything just think about everything that you need outside really i know we talk about relationships but i'm talking about anything in your life whether it's finances whether it's whether it's a better relationship with your family your mother your father whatever it is you you need help with your mortgage you need help with your rent you need help getting out of the pit in the valley and that's going to be one of my next the next episodes it's going to be called it's going to be talking about living in the valley and becoming really comfortable with living in the valley when you down in the gutter and you've been in there so long and you don't know how to get out of it we're gonna talk about that but back to back to this you know when you seek god first seek him in all you do and you live righteously you deny yourself every day you you do your best how about that because we're not perfect you do your best to, to, to deny yourself every day god will give you everything he will that's a, that right there. He will give you everything. You. He will give you everything you need. Not everything you want. Because everything you want is not good for you. Hey, and that's another scripture in the Bible. Paul, I think Paul talked about that. 
that, you know, it may be good for you. It may look like it's good for you, but it ain't for you, you know? So God will give you everything you need. And I receive that God, as I seek you and live righteously, you will give me everything I need. And it's not just material things. It's also that peace. If you need peace right now, seek God. If you need healing right now, seek God. If you need deliverance from something, whatever's holding you down, seek God. Whatever it is, alcoholism, a drug, a sex addiction, um, a shopping addiction, you know, time management, whatever it is that's holding you down and you need God to deliver you from that, seek him right now. I know you may be at work. You may be in your car. You may be wherever you are. But we have to stay focused on God. And this is getting to me. I'm about to cry. (laughs) We have to stay focused on God. Everything we need is in God. Everything we need is in God. And I know he gives us everything we need. And you know what? Our needs become our wants. Woo! What? Our needs become our wants. Because we didn't even know we needed it. And then when we and then when we receive what we need, it becomes what we want all the time. I need peace. I need the peace of God. And when I receive it and I get it, I want it all the time. I need the joy of the Lord all the time. And when I receive it, I want it all the time. You want it. You want it because you know you need it. And God will bless it. He will bless it. He will bless it. This this is something vulnerable I'm about to say right now. This um, lady who she passed away. She worked with me. She's a very nice lady. And uh, it was during the time I was after my divorce. And um, I was in a relationship. I was not in a relationship that was sent by God. That's the truth. It produced a blessing, which was Jonathan. But it was not of God. And she told me, and I didn't receive it. See, sometimes we don't want to receive things from people because we see what they're doing. But God will use anyone to tell you the truth. And it's up to you to receive it. And she told me, she said, to your God's not going to bless. She said, God is not going to bless what he did not create. God is not going to bless it. He's not going to bless it. And if you're forcing yourself to be with someone who you know you're not supposed to be with, it won't be blessed. It will seem like it's going good, but it won't last. It will not last. And that that goes for business transactions. That goes for friendships. That goes for anything that God did not create for you to live in. Because you got to live in that. You got to live in that bad relationship. You got to live in that bad business um, transaction, that company. You had to live in that job that you took that God didn't tell you to take. You got to live in that. You got to live in that friendship that God told you to, to, to let go a long time ago. You got to live in that. You have to live in that. So don't expect God to bless your mess. You created. He going he gonna to help you get out of it now. Let me tell you, because God, he is a forgiving God. 
He is a forgiving God. But it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen real fast. I'm gonna tell you that right now. And, I, and I'm gonna tell you that from experience. You will sit in it. You, it's like when you're trying to train, train your child to go to the potty, and you're like, "I'm done with these diapers. I'm putting you on some underwear." And you make them sit in their in 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 their underwear when they get wet, so they can feel that they're not supposed to do that. They're supposed to go to the potty. God gonna do that. So. So I'm here to tell you, don't do it. Don't don't get caught up in what you want and not seeing what God has for you, what you need. Don't get caught up what you want. Don't get caught up in what you want and, and miss what you need. Ooh, don't get caught up in what you want and miss what you need. That's my time today, y'all. <laughs> I got that's my time today. I am so thankful that I started this and I am going to be consistent. I'm not going to procrastinate. I had a day today, but God is good. And um, yes, 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 yes. So just know every week I'm going to implement God. And if you don't want to hear anything about God, it's okay. I hope it still bless you. But I know for me, I am a walking um, miracle. I am because there are so many things that could have happened to me that did not happen to me. And I know that, that that's your testimony too. So be blessed. Love you. Remember, you are worthy. You are good enough. You are good enough for that man of God that he has for you. You are good enough for that woman of God. You are worth the wait. You are worth the wait. Tell yourself you are worth the wait. And um, love you. Love you, love. Okay? Love you, love. And don't forget about God and all you do. Seek him first. And until next time, be blessed. Love other people. And don't forget to love yourself. Have a great day.